300 years ago, the salt marshes of the Wash passed slowly into the great freshwater marshes of Cambridgeshire. In those days, the grey mud stretched between the channels and sent arms up each side of them many miles inland. And, when the tide flowed in, the fresh water was piled up and spread through the reed-covered swamps to the little pools where the wild duck rested during the day. When the rain came in winter, the flood water shimmered over the fens as it covered the tops of the grass stems, and men lived at Ely and called it an island. But now the sea is allowed a paltry mile or two of mud and salt marsh to play with, and then it is shut out by long lines of green bank which protect the brown, peaty fields of potatoes. I went there once in June to see again the place where I had spent so many happy days in winter. As I sat on the bank in the thick, luscious green grass and looked across the fields to the farm, I was filled with wonder at a scene so green. The green rows of potato plants throwing the field into weird patterns of perspective, the few cornfields still green like the grass of the seawall on which I sat, and the stunted elm trees thick in foliage amongst which the little farm took shelter from the winter winds. It was all green and rich. And as I looked, my mind went back to a day in January when I had sat with a good friend in just the same place and we had been eating our breakfast. We had waited at dawn on the salt marsh for the wild geese to flight, and as the light had come, the grey, rainy skies had lifted to the west so that the atmosphere was wonderfully clear. From the seawall, the brown potato fields stretched for miles, broken here and there by patches of lighter stubble. A plough at work in the distance looked clear-cut, and the little farm amongst the trees seemed so close that it was hard to believe that two forty-acre fields lay between. It was all brown and purple, and far away was a black speck in the sky, which seemed to dissolve and then form again. It was the thickest part of a pack of pink-footed geese. They had gone inland at dawn, and they were circling round and round over their feeding grounds. Presently some more stragglers flew in from the mud and went on to join them. Whilst we watched, a grey cloud came past in front of us, and below it trailed a curtain of rain, dark streaks reaching down to the ground. It blotted out the farm and the trees, and blended with the dark brown earth so that all the edges and hard lines were softened and blurred. The curtain swept by, and the land was clear again, so clear that the little farm looked closer than ever. Away in the distance still circled the geese. Somewhere inland a yellow shaft lit up the fens where the sun was shining through the clouds. It seemed that all the light was reflected along from this opening under the grey roof of rain clouds. The raindrops glistened on the grass stems, each with a spot of deep brown, the brown of the fields. The colour was brown, and as we stood up on the seawall we looked back at the salting behind us. That was olive green, but beyond it the mud was brown and the green of the salt marsh plants seemed to blend with the brown. The succulent plants had a purplish sheen on them and the tips of the grass stems were dead and dry and brown. But in June the grass was long and thick on the saltings, just as it was on the bank, and out on the edge of the tide there were godwits and redshanks calling their summer trill, and the colour was green. Near where I sat was a row of straggly willow trees, and as I looked at them I thought of how many things I had enjoyed within sight of them. 
Why trees, I said. You remember that night under the moon when the geese came so low, and the foggy morning, and the hard frost? The silver-green leaves whispered their answer in the summer breeze. In winter, when we tire of the great, flat, unbroken sweep of brown, and we need some variation to relieve the monotony, then we go to the coast of Norfolk. Above the marshes rise wooded hills with birch and pine and rhododendrons, for the country is stocked with pheasants. Down below is the green, fresh marsh, green all through the winter. There is a shingle bank which shines orange in the sun, and it is crowned with marum grass. Out on the mud there is green sea grass. There are little bathing huts there too. They look forlorn and absurd when the northeast wind blows and the wild geese beat in against it, low over their little corrugated roofs. <laughs>